The sword and the shark. We swing the sword and we swim with the shark. Spoken word and the speaker separate the light from the dark. It's a pleasure and an art. It starts when it ends and it ends when it starts. Dropping daggers into hearts. You can get the combo or a la carte. The living sword hits the hearts. The shark swims into waters that are deep and dark. Travel with us into another dimension where faith frees people and destroys tension. We preach unity, not dissension or detention. Ascension is more than an honorable mention. This is the way. We are people of the way. We don't wait for tomorrow. We live today. The sword and the shark. What's up, shark? What it do, sword? Man, it's another good day, man. Man, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day here in the city. Yes, sir. And uh, it's good to be in the studio. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it? Good to be in the studio, man. Got the good sound. We've been putting together pretty good hidden streak here. I think so, man. I think so, man. I mean, and, and, and I pray that we have been helping those that have tapped in on our podcast, our subjects, and truly been blessed by it, man. That and that's and that's the reason why we're here, you know? Yes, sir. We that's the here. reason why we're here, man. So but hey, man, I think we need to go ahead and jump into this new episode. Oh. On today, man, I'd like to go to the word of God because we want to always come from the foundation of the word. That's right. Um let's get the show there's in so the much dirt. That, there's so much that the word speaks to us about, but there's many, many, many principles, man, that sometimes go unnoticed. And those are things that the Lord has brought us to where we can extract out of these points, out of these principles that the word of God truly reveals to us. So with that being said, we're going to go to Mark chapter 16 and we're going to read out of the New Living Translation. I'm just going to go straight to verse seven. Oh, we in the dirt. I'm yeah, going to go to straight verse seven, man. And it says here, now go and tell his disciples, including Peter. It's the key right there that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died. All right. And shark, we're going to talk about you're still a son. Have mercy. You are still a son. We're going to tackle today the frustrations that we deal with when we believe that we had disappointed God so much Man. that we feel that we don't deserve anything that he's doing for us, even though we've done nothing to deserve it. But because of his love, he what? Spirit. Gives us life. He gives us strength. He gives us health. He gives us things that, again, we have not earned at all. And But we're going to talk about this from the perspective of a parent to a child. A father to a son, son. All right. So I remember preaching this message not too long ago. 
And I just felt it was necessary to kind of come into the studio, man, and talk about this even in more depth. Because like we said before, we're here on this platform to deal with subjects that the pulpit doesn't always have the opportunity to break down, to explain, and really go into surgical areas. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's just not enough time. It's not enough time, man. And it's more of a broad brush you're painting with Mm -hmm. on Sundays. I can see that. I'm not a a minister from that aspect, but I mean, I do work with y'all, and I understand that there is so much to unpack. Yes, on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and you're you're up <laughs> feeding his sheep. Yeah, and there are certain things, and then too, you're under the direction of of, of the Holy Spirit, God Himself. Mm-hmm. So, what if He, in the midst of that, says, "Okay, now nah, I don't want you to go that way." You're following what He tells you to do. Exactly. You know, so our platform, a part of it, mm-hmm. is to be able to get into the nooks and crannies yes. of your spiritual life. Mm-hmm. To help fill those spaces yeah. that might not have been filled on a Sunday, yes, and or mm-hmm. a Wednesday or whatever yes. your Bible study is. Even though we are called to study to show ourselves approved, and we study the Word, mm-hmm. but I am not so heavenly minded that I'm no earthly good. There are situations where, hey man, you're not able to get up with the Word or here and there, but you can squeeze it in. We find time for everything else. We can find time. For study and the Holy Spirit, He'll make sure that there's time. But that is why we're here. Yeah, we're here to help into as an augmentation mm-hmm. on our study in a real life talking. Look, what we're doing is letting you guys in on conversations that we have had and are having mm-hmm. daily. We're giving you some transparency. Oh, real transparency. That that normally is designed for intimate friendships. Correct. However, you are our friends. However, yes, exactly. So, so, but God created us to be transparent. Yeah. Not transparent to everybody and everything. However, mm-hmm. but but to have some level of transparency that we are exposing our weaknesses, we are exposing our challenges but also revealing how Christ is working through us in the midst of it. And then also giving us answers to how to handle uh, certain situations that we can come from point A to point B, because what did he say? He said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. You can, you can be saved and just be existing. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. You can be saved and existing, saved, and struggling. Correct. Saved and surviving, but he wants to get us from a point of survival to thriving. That's right. Right? We're not just existing. Yes. We're truly living. Exactly. And it's a challenge. Oh yeah. Every 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 yeah. you know, there's some things that that through favor can be handed over to us, but God is so wise that even in this free will, in this Choose ye this day, <laughs> right? Uh, reality that we live in in our uh, relationship with the Lord. There are blessings that will not come unless we make certain steps, take on certain challenges, go through certain areas 
that are uncomfortable, but on the other side are the blessings. Good God. And so there's some blessings that he's not just going to hand over to us. There's a quality of life that we're just mm. not going to get unless what? We make the efforts to. Right. I can't go to yeah. the gym and just look at the treadmill and think that I'm going to. <laughs> no, it ain't. It, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going from 350 all the way to 180 just by five days out of the week going and looking yeah. at that treadmill or watching oh, other folks. Man. 180. Whoa. Man, I'm just that's saying, amazing. you know, yeah, I mean, and that's, I know, you know, that's my time. situation. I'm yeah. trying to go 350, <laughs> but not no 180. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so, so that's why we here. And, and you know, we did a little prelude here that that's why we here yeah, to tackle aspects of our lives. It's, it's almost like when people are in the pool pit, they give you the full plate of food. Mm-hmm. We're here to help cut the meat. Oh, man, that's very good. We're here to help cut we the meat. Our portion size. Ex- Thank you. <laughs> I get that one, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I got that one. We kind of help. We're here to kind of help season. If, if the season didn't mm-hmm. come out the way, you know, to kind of, you know, it, it's, yeah. So, so we're here to help try to cut the meat and then to help you digest it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you yeah. know, so. So here we find Mary, Mary Magdalene and the and Mary the mother James. And Salome, uh, they went out to anoint Jesus's body. And this is the day of the resurrection. And, and an angel they encountered an angel that was sitting at the in the tomb. And at one point he said, "Don't be alarmed. You know, I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified, but what he isn't here. He is what risen." And then he pointed uh, to the place and said, look, this is where his body laid, all right? But then he says something that is so important. Now go and tell his disciples. This is an angel told Mary, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome. Go and tell his disciples, including Peter. If including. Peter was already a disciple, why was it a necessity to say including Peter? I don't know, man. You right? That Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died. Now, that is key as well. All right. We're going mm-hmm. to tackle, go and tell Peter, and just as he told you before he died. Now, if you go into the previous patches of scripture in Mark chapter 15, we find where Peter, what, denied Jesus before the cock crowed three times. Yep. Okay, Peter, as they took Jesus to begin to torture him, okay, to beat him, to flog him, to buffet him. Peter pretty much followed up to a point where he encountered a group of people who were warming themselves by the fire. And he still can see Jesus from afar because they they actually began to try Jesus. They began to start the accusations and give their reasoning as to why this man needs to be crucified and everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. So all this was going on and Peter's warming himself by the fire. But then we, we see where the people looked at Peter and they identified him and say, man, aren't you one of them? Aren't you, aren't you one of the disciples? Aren't you with Jesus? And did you follow him and things like that? And of course, Peter denied him three times. And that's a level of betrayal right there. Man. 
there's times when people turn their back on you. There's sometimes when people abandon you. We already know that the greatest betrayal was Judas, Judas who gave, who really gave the signal and gave the sign that, hey, this is the guy right here. Yeah. That was a major betrayal. But Peter's denial was a betrayal as well because what he denied knowing the man three times. Now, we're not going to just jump all over Peter because that, is a very, very sensitive situation at that time. This Peter has sat up there and followed Jesus for three and a half years. He's seen miracle after miracle, teaching after teaching. And then, of course, he was convinced himself to know that this is the son of God. Right. Right. This is this is the man that the prophets spoke about. This was the Messiah, even though Peter may still got some issues because just like the rest of the Jewish people, they were probably looking for a warrior. They were looking for somebody you who's going to overthrow were. the right. Roman government you know they were. that they can what build their kingdom like it used to be, to like be. in the days of Solomon, like in the days of David, David. right? But that ain't, that that's totally opposite. And I thought it was, and I'm looking at this from Peter's perspective. Mm -hmm. He told me that I was going to deny him. We're going to get into that. Man, we gonna get you into know what that. I'm saying. See, this is gonna go to the part where, as he told you before he died, we gonna jump right. on that one. Okay. Right. So, but let's 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 jump to that because the Bible goes on to say after he denied him the third time, and the rooster crowed the what second time, he looked up. And Jesus stared straight at him. I told you. And he didn't say nothing. But when Jesus looked at him, he then was reminded of what Jesus said. said. And then once he got reminded of what Jesus said, he the Bible said he ran away and wept bitterly. So, he ran away and wept bitterly. Okay? Right. And so I don't know. Mm -hmm how you have felt before when you have disappointed somebody so badly that you love and you know that they love they love you as well mm -hmm. it is a ugly feeling man when you hurt a loved one when you disappoint a loved one when you betray a loved one when you lie on a loved one man when you when you know what i'm saying when you misuse a loved one and guess what they know, I ain't going to say that they knew you were going to do it, because in Jesus' case, he knew because he already told him that was going to happen. But to look at the shock on their face or the hurt on their face or the pain on their face. And some, you know, in some cases, there's people that have done something, done things to loved ones without the loved ones knowing it was them. Just, they dealing with the yeah, consequences. They dealing. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's even more diabolical. That's very diabolical. When you're not trustworthy. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But Jesus said that, hey, bro, why are you sitting up here and telling me that you're going to die with me and, and that you with me all the way to the end? And, mm -hmm. and the Bible even recorded that the disciples even made the same proclamation, but they scattered. The only person that got close enough was Peter. And he and, and he, he denied, denied three times, right? That speaks to me to the 
to the depth mm-hmm. of the crucifixion and and how horrible a sentence that is. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, people gussy it up and purdy it up for yeah. TV purposes. Or yeah, don't yeah, don't don't sanitize the scripture. Yeah, but he was, he was beyond. It yeah. was, he was emaciated. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and how someone could bear all of that, yeah. and not say words. I yeah. mean, they from the they they beat him all night and all of that, but then they ripped out they. Snatched out parts of his beard. And guess what? They did that after this situation right here with with Peter. We're talking about Peter in the courtyard, right? And guess what, man? We all have our courtyard moments in life Mm. where we are battling between honoring God. Or appeasing your friends. Yes, and appeasing your friends. Or whatever, you know. Or or whatever it may Mm. be, right? Standing up for the Lord. Or bagging down, shrinking back with the crowd. Yeah, I, I, now that I get because there are there are points where you at your job mm-hmm. and cats, and I've lost this battle. I've won these battles. Mm-hmm. You know, maturity as you get older, I've learned because I don't want him to not own me in front of the father. Yeah, because I was shamed to own him in front of my friends <laughs> and and my coworkers. Yeah, or your or your you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've been in that situation. You at work and guys are telling, you know, um, less than kosher jokes. Yeah. Let's just say like, yeah, like that. Co- yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. some things are funny, but there's a line. Yeah. You know, and the Holy Spirit is like, all right, yo, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> come, hey, yeah. hey, man. Come, you know? hey, come and on, so, bro, why you right, say that? You know, why are you in the midst of this? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. tell them to get out your office with this. Yeah. And there's been times where I didn't. You know, but then as I've gotten more mature, I'm like, hey, 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 bro, mm-hmm. come on, man. Y'all got a mob with that. And it's not, that's just one instance. I'm quite one sure instance, there are yeah. plenty other, uh, you know, <sighs> examples that people have. You know, what if you had an example like that in your house, like with your spouse? What Ooh. if you, what if you married to somebody, which I, man, I pray this is not the case, mm-hmm. but what if you married to somebody, man, who's not saved? What if you are emotionally attached to someone who is a Christian, but their lifestyle is mm-hmm. not as devoted, mm. right? I get that. You know what I'm saying? And because, you know, Christianity is not automatic compatibility. Break that down. Christianity, in the, in the core sense of Christianity, I believe in Jesus, believe that he is the son of God. I confessed it with my mouth and I believed it in my heart. I am saved. I believe in the principles and the teachings of Christ. I believe that he is the way, the truth and the life that no man can come to the father except by him. I do believe that even there's a lifestyle that he is uh, calling me to live, right? Mm-hmm. To be patient, to be someone who is what you like. Even Pastor Williams preached on this, you know, add to your faith, love, Brotherly kindness, patience, yeah. perseverance, goodness. goodness, and self-control. Self-control, right? And to, which is temperance. Add these things to your faith because faith alone is not enough if those supplements are not added to it. Okay? I get that. I so get that. so in other words, there's some people who are who are saved, but they're not transformed. That's a a Okay, that's another so. That's an epidemic. Yes, they're saved, but they're not transformed. They're they're they have not surrendered. Which would bring the question: Are you really saved? You 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 
are saved based on the fact that you accepted Christ, Christ. okay? But sometimes people can make proclamations and statements that they never walk into. So in other words, I believe you as the son of God, but this thing about Lord, Mm. because lordship requires surrender to a high authority. So your ways, the Bible says, you know, God said, my ways are not your ways and your thoughts are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So there is a surrendering of my ways and my thoughts. I have to give to the whoever is the Lord of my life and say, okay, hey, you need to surrender this thought and take upon this thought right here. Let this mind be in you was also in Christ Jesus. And that okay? ain't no overnight thing. It's not over Sanctification, okay? There we go. Sanctification is a the process. core, the foundation of transformation. It's an everyday thing. We're always moving, moving forward. The Bible says that we were created to conform to the image of Christ. Romans 8 and 29, matter of fact. In a, he said who, the, he who predestined us predestined that we would shall conform to the image of his son. So every day I should be looking more and more like him. Even when I mess up. Even when I'm. Thank you. Even. That's, see, you, here, you we go. Go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Hey, I'm, st- I, I'm still a son. I'm still a son. So, so what we're dealing with right here, when Peter ran away bitterly and he began to weep because he denied Knowing the man, the person that he walked with for three and a half years, the same person that only fed the 5,000, the same person who experienced two, several miracles. You know, he allowed him to walk on water, healed his mother-in-law, healed his mother-in-law, and then filled his boat up with fish where he had to go get James and John to help them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure there's some other miracles that he was a partaker of in that three and a half Mm -hmm. years, but he denied him. Denied Christ at the most crucial time or the beginning of the most crucial time of his life. Because remember now, Jesus was 100% divine, but he was 100% man. And the man did not want to go to that cross. He even he asked was the sitting, father, right? You know, yeah. He even asked In the garden of Gethsemane, please take this cup from me. Can, is there another way we can do this? Yet. Nevertheless, yeah, not no my will. will. Okay. Will, yeah. So we, we, we know that, that part. So let's deal with. The shame and the guilt of disappointing the Lord and how to overcome wanting to abandon the relationship because now I'm already realizing that I'm unworthy of his goodness anyway. But then to sit there and deny him mm-hmm. yeah, because that tough. pressure hit. Yeah. That pressure, that ain't my hand. So, so that you know pressure, what I'm saying? Because that, 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 that pressure is real. That pressure to man, you are if you are truly where you need to be, and we're not talking about the perfect place, but if you are striving to be more and more like Christ, you're going to face some pressure times where it's going to determine or even let you know where you are in your faith. I believe that. I'm a witness. Okay. For sure. And so he went away and he wept bitterly. So let so now we understand why that angel said, go tell his disciples, including Peter. Because right now Peter is in a bad place. Peter don't think he belongs. Peter thinks that 
He's not a son anymore. He's not a brother anymore. He, Peter thinks that he has lost his discipleship card mm. that has been revoked. Would this be an image of how we're supposed to treat each other after betrayal? Check this out. <laughs> That's hey, I'm I'm cutting myself, y'all. I know, and and, and this is the thing. Jesus still loved everyone enough to die for them all. Even for the Romans that were sitting up there beating him mercilessly, right? Man. He died for them too. And these people didn't walk with Christ. But let's get to, and, and, and to answer your question, we should always have a spirit of reconciliation. There go that word. The ministry of reconciliation. Now, check word. this out though. The ministry of reconciliation is first and foremost for that individual and God. First and foremost. You know, we got to run it back. The ministry of reconciliation is first and foremost for that individual and the Lord. Got it. Okay. Christ's death was the door to reconcile all of mankind back to God first. 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 Right. First commandment. Love so God with all the, your heart, with all your soul, soul with all your mind, mind, and all your strength. Right. God wants us first because if he doesn't have us first, we can't go to the second one. Love your neighbor mm. as yourself. Bruh. Okay. You just set a light bulb off in my head. On that, mm -hmm. because you know you, you read these things for years, and thank you, Holy Spirit, because He revealed that in more of a real context just now mm -hmm. with me. I can't reconcile. That's why some people will never be able mm -hmm. to reconcile with you, mm -hmm. or. Or work with you in a sense where you, you, you know, or whatever. Work with you, put things behind you, bury the hatchet, however you want to say it. Yeah. Because they not right with God. They're not right with God. Let's this, this call it what it is. Because if you wow. are right with the Lord, your wow. reconciliation will always be activated. It will always be on. Okay? Mm. Now, let, let's throw this in here as well. It Bruh. does not mean that every relationship is to be reconciled with you. I understand that. Okay. No, I understand that. Because if, if an abuser does what they do, our job is to forgive. But it doesn't mean that I'm trusting you in this relationship again. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's some people that we associate with, some people that we even label friends that can betray us or do something to us in a way, offend us in a way that I still can forgive you. I can still wish the best for you, but now I got a boundary that has been formed because of this offense. And oh. we may not be like we used to be. So in other words, we may not communicate like we used to communicate. We may not hang out like we used to hang out. Mm -hmm. So I'm still being reconciliatory. However, I got a boundary set up 
to protect me exactly from you. Exactly, because I still love you, but I don't trust you like I used to in the position that you once were in, the position that you violated. And that's okay, because you can be forgiving to people who offended you, but at the same time, you better use wisdom when it comes to Dealing reconnecting that relationship. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Because right. guess what? Broken trust is real. Man. Me not trusting you is real. I say it all the time. You man. see what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to pet a python. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and who and, 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 and think it is a puppy dog? Yeah, and, and who and, hey, and who raise who who raises rattlesnakes as pets? No, weirdos. Nobody. <laughs> you know, what I'm the snakes themselves. Yeah, they they you know. Yeah. So to answer your question, that's how we deal with people who betray us in a certain way. And we you know what we gotta look and expect people to treat us that same way we betray them. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> You know, because sometimes we like to talk about what somebody else has done. But you've done something, too. Exactly. You know. You know, I I like this term. I Well, not not the term, but, you know, when people commit a crime or something like that, you know, you got the mug shot. Right. Yeah. You know, you got the people turn, you know, got the, got, Mm -hmm. you know, they they facing the camera and then they looking to the side and you got the height and all of that. Got the 201 senior head. Peter had a major mug shot right here. Man, click up. If there was anything that he should have been convicted of is betrayal. And that's probably why one of the reasons. So when you, when you, cause like I say, he ran away and wept bitterly. You know, good and well, he was thinking about what he, that's the only reason why mm-hmm. he, you know what I'm saying? So, he, <clears throat> so we all got mug shots. Then what's the difference between him and Judas then? What's the difference between him and Judas? Judas went and hung himself. So you th- think yeah. about think about Judas betraying him, correct, and then betraying him with a kiss. All he really did was just point it out. Right, this the dude right here. Is this a guy right? And here. he got paid. Exactly, he got paid for that. Yeah, and yeah. Judas really didn't need any money. And Judas was the oh my god, and he was already stealing. He was, he was the trustee, and and it, it was and it was weird because some people historically have have traced G- Judas and his family line or whatever. And he come from a rich family, so not not like he didn't need any money. And that's a that's a whole other, you know, you know. Cause it, what 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 if people hate you so much that they will betray you for free, really? Because they don't need it. It's yeah, just a hate. Just a hate. Anyway, it's because it's <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we, now, I, that, yeah. Now that's a rabbit hole. We ain't jumping ooh, down right yeah, now. Yeah, that just yeah, yeah. That one was. Yeah, this is the shark you are swimming with, and we are on the Total Man Podcast. Judas went and hung himself. Peter just ran away and wept bitterly. But this is the thing. Judas chose to do what he did. Because what? After they gave him that money, Mm -hmm. he now recognized. He came to the same point. That Peter did. That Peter did. I get it. And he kept going. Peter just went away and wept. Mm-hmm. He didn't hang it. But he guess what? He recovered from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judas didn't. Judas took his life. Man, bro. And sometimes people can do things and, ooh, that's. 
come on, man. Sometimes we can do stuff so bad that we give up on life. Oh, yeah. I get that. Some people, unfortunately, they do take their lives. Unfortunately. That's oh, because of the pain that they're in. Some, sometimes that pain is something that happened kind of out of their control. You know, they, they carry in issues or what somebody did to them and, you know, and, and, you know, things that they witness or whatever. And that's real. That's 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 definitely real. But then you got some folks, man, that will take their life based upon something that they did that they did never recovered from. You man, got that as well. That is major. You know what I'm saying? And so we see two situations where one took their life. One held on to their life because, bro, disappointment is going to come. We're going to have those courtyard moments where we're going to fail. Oh, yeah. And just that. We're going to fail. Yeah. Matter of fact, we have failed. <laughs> Man, bro. Okay. Ooh, we. Jesus, Jesus even said early in scripture that. If you deny me before men, I will deny you, you before, before my, my father. father. But if you receive me or you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before my father in heaven. Mm. Sometimes when we read that scripture, we, we, we act like it's us against the unsaved. It's the believer that's denying Christ to the unbeliever. That's true. But also we can deny Christ to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Each other believers. Uh, yeah, I agree. The Bible with that. says what? Do good unto others, and especially those of the household so of faith. faith. It seems like sometimes we would deny Christ to each other more than we deny Christ to the world sometimes. This would this is what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. And this is exactly what I was talking about when I asked. This is why, <clears throat> quite frankly, is some people in within the household of faith, maybe not your place where you worship or in your gathering in your you know uh, immediate uh, mm -hmm. local church but um even even if it is there are those whom with you may have had an art and you may have gone to them to try to repair that whether it's something you did or didn't do because I don't want to have any beef with anybody outstanding just mm -hmm. but it's some people that will not that is not a part of their spiritual programming because either they haven't studied or they don't have a rec reconciliatory um, relationship. They're not even reconciled with God. And these are people that will say that they're Christian or that, that they follow Christ, they're followers, they're people of the way. But if you're not right with God, you're definitely not going to be able to mend a fence with me when you're not even mm -hmm. mended or in right relationship with the father. Yeah. So how can we proceed in a healthy relationship, especially if we're serving and you're not right with God? Yeah. And so that's the challenge that I have mm -hmm. for myself is to make sure I do that self check, Lord. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is, he is one he keeps it one thou wow with you. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, bro, you're short here. Yeah. You know, which, and that's a good place to be. Yeah. 
I believe that is a good place to be in which we all need to be where we are in a constant state of conversation with God on our relationship following. And then there's some things he don't even put you on. Mm -hmm. They come out of the woodwork on you and it's by design, whether to test you, to strengthen you. Um, We talked about this before, you know, and how we handle things. Yeah. He tests us, mm-hmm. and um, and even he might even put us in a situation where he knows we're going to deny him, mm-hmm. but he knows beforehand that if when we do that, we those two roads that are set before us are two ways in which we take. If you take that way, he still has an auxiliary reconciliation road for you to go down mm-hmm. to get back to him. Unfortunately, some of us still stay on the side road and never find the reconciliatory road. Yeah. Or we do. It's just, it's, it's a time thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's pride. I think it's, um, mm-hmm. I think it's anger. I think it's, um, our, letting our experiences mold us more than our relationship with God. And, 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 and some of this, I man, you're going to have to one day, you said it earlier. If you're if you're gonna let him be Lord, he has to be Lord. Yeah. The key word in all of this is surrender. You're gonna have so, to yeah. you're gonna have to give up the driver's wheel. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to get out the driver's seat. I remember hearing a brother when some brothers were talking, we was in a meeting or something. And I got one brother who's the who's drive who want, he you know he's the leader. And another brother still wanted to jump in. He said, Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey now, if you want me to drive, you're gonna have to let go turn let go of the stern wheel. And I love that analogy. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with us, with Christ, with with God. If yeah. we want them to drive, we got to let go of the steering wheel. Yeah. So we got a lot of people that side seat driving or back seat driving. Mm-hmm. And all the Lord is saying, sit back, enjoy the ride, do what I ask you to do. And let's 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 make it. Let's keep it even more real with that, because you actually need to stay on this steering wheel. But you just need to drive how he tells you to drive. drive. There you go. I get that too. Now, if you get to a point where things get out of control, what do sometimes good uh, passengers do? They'll grab their steering wheel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'll let you know. Yeah. You know. Because usually it's the like the student driver. The student driver is the one on their steering wheel. Yeah, but they got but controls the teacher, over there. But the teacher <laughs> is telling you how uh, you see what I'm saying, and they that's, got a set of controls the, over there. Exactly, too. they and got brakes. Yeah, and, and that's and that's truly Jesus in that situation. Yeah, I get that. You know what I'm saying? You you are going to have to drive. You're going to have to get behind that steering wheel. Now, if things get out of control, believe me, I will grab that steering wheel, and I got some things set up to where it's not going to go uh, to your detriment. Right. However. You're going to have to drive, sir, but just drive how I tell you to drive. That's disobedience, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just don't want so, that. And even in all of that, that's what, man, to me, that's the sweet part of this. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm still a son. You're still a son. I'm dis- I, man, I done tow up my daddy's cars. <laughs> I, <laughs> this yeah. man had to come and get me mm-hmm. on some real, it, it's been real. Yeah. But yet and still. He has told me, hey, you still my boy. Mm-hmm. I love you, man. Mm-hmm. And that shows me there we go. how to deal with my son. Yeah. With my nephews. Yeah. With with my with my little brothers. Yeah. 
you know, they might we might make mistakes because I make them. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to drive them into the ground Mm -hmm. as leaders, Mm -hmm. as total men, as fathers, as brothers, as husbands, brother. Even when someone disappoints you and it hurts you to the core, if we're real Mm -hmm. followers of Christ. I'm not saying to overlook that, but what I'm saying is have a reconciliatory role role for them to go down. Exactly. We do too much Mm -hmm. of cutting off young brothers, man. They make one mistake. Mm -hmm. How else are they going to learn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to burn the bridge. Yeah, don't burn the bridge. Come on, man. I always keep that bridge man, there. Man, but you know, bro. You know. You got brothers. And I, I know how we do. You got. You know how we do. Yeah, I know. You know, and I'm because just, we, you know. Because it's, 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 we grew up in that culture. Yeah. We grew up around that. people that would cut you off. And then, you bro. know, we take on that same spirit. Oh, man, you ain't no good. You ain't listening. Right. You ain't doing this and that. You know, how encouraging is that? You know, it, it, you can, you can criticize in love. Man. You can get mad at them in love. In love. Right? You can tell them off in love. But let them know that. It's a spot for you, sti- bro. You, know, right. you still love. You're still a son, bro. Yeah. You're still a little brother. You're still my cousin. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? You're still my uncle. You, yeah. you know, you're still a son. And that's what we want to really bring out as we, as we get, to, get ready to close this. Is that look at what he said. Now, go and tell his disciples, including Peter, and we already understand why he said including Peter, because Peter at this time felt that he didn't even deserve man to be a disciple, let alone a child of God. That Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died. Two things that Jesus told the disciples. Yeah. He told Peter personally. But this is before he told Peter about his denial. Mm-hmm. He told them, he said, basically, when my resurrection, when I, when I come from the dead, when I rise from the dead, mm-hmm. I will meet you in Galilee for your next instructions. And that was before the denial. The before the denial. That that let you know I already had, I already, ooh. See, wait. there we go. There you go. Whom the Lord knew, he what predestined in predestination. God knows what choices you are going to make. His love began even before you knew what love was. And he already knew you. And he already knew what you were going to do. If that don't make you. He knew the the things that's going to disappoint him. Mm. He knew the choices that you're going to make that's going to even disappoint yourself to a degree that you want to walk away from his love. How many times as children have we felt that the love of our parent Mm -hmm. is not even deserved based upon what we did? Yeah. But what did they do? Even if we got our tails whipped, we still got fed. We still got clothed. We still got loved on. Dude. You're still a son. You're still a son. And we got to take that reality into our walk with God whose love is perfect. He's His love is not like man. It's not fickle. His love 
is consistent. Constant. It's constant. It's never ending. And it doesn't fall off. How many times have we messed up with God, but we still find ourselves waking up every morning, breathing. Still pushing the refrigerator closed. All of that. Still got more cars than you can drive. Hey, check this out. We even wake up with evil intentions. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Knowing you finna, you know, but you what? He could have just. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're still the son. But he see way down the road. He too. see. Yeah. Thank you. And and so Have when we mercy. and when we look at I will see you or I will meet you in Galilee, just as I told you before I died. Peter, I still got plans to meet you in Galilee because I already know what you're going to do. Mm. But just like he prayed before. He said that Satan desires to sift you. you like we, but I, I have, have prayed, prayed that you. your faith will not fail you. Peter's faith did not fail him at that time because he could have went on and probably took his life just like Judas did. Yeah, but he didn't. But he didn't. His faith didn't fail him. And those are the times where our faith need to remain strong, even when we know that we disappointed the Lord. Man, I've had some disappointing times like that, too, man. And I'm so glad that I held on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the Lord had what and I'll tell you what it was too. A lot of that was the Lord spanking me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he does. You know, yeah. and you can't tell the Lord how long your spanking gonna be. Mm-hmm. Man, you ever been in a situation where you were willingly messed up so hard it could jeopardize the outcome of your family, your friends, and then you just gotta sit in that. <laughs> Not knowing for mm-hmm. about a month. Mm-hmm. Every day, man, I man, I lost about 30 pounds from just ugh. And yeah. the sad part about it is looking back on it, I could have told somebody, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I and the Lord knew. He knew what I was gonna do. But he let me get spanked. Everything turned out okay. Cause I made a mistake. But I'm gonna tell you something. On that issue, that's one, one of a spanking. And I mean, I ain't do it that no more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And yeah. That's why this, 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 this still is a son. really, really, man. It's still a son. This still a son. This is our reality more often man. than we Ooh. will admit to. The Ministry of Reconciliation, brother. This is, this is, this here is it is serious. right here. This man walked with him. Experienced miracles by him. And then he denies him. But Jesus told him what you're going to do. But Jesus was like, you know oh, what? Me. It don't matter because what matters is the fact that I'm going to meet you in Galilee and give you your next instructions. Galilee represents the place of your promotion. The place of your reward, elevation, reward. You know what I'm saying. The the the, the, the replace uh the the place of God's favor. Mm. Mm. Anytime the Lord wants to meet with you and give you further instructions, that's favor. That means you got to another level. So so what whatever He said that He was going to do for you in your life, with the things that He already had planned for you. Dude. That he put in place. 
when he lined out your purpose for him. Galilee has always been a a a monumental point in God's purpose. When you look back over your life, you can find some monumental moments that you may say to yourself, man, ooh, that was nobody but God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's nobody but God. He did this. He made this. He created the way for this right here. Yeah. He put me in this situation. Exactly. And that sometimes that that messes us up because we know along that path to get there, we have not been the best son or daughter we should have been. We may have had uh, uh, one or two Peter moments where we had to break down Mm. in despair, realizing what we have done. But again, he said, I am going ahead of you to Galilee. Yeah, you messed up here, but I still got plans right here for you. Mm. Yes, you jacked up right here, but I still plan to meet you at your place of purpose. That's going to take you to a greater place than where you are right now. No, you don't deserve it. No, you have not earned it. Because if it's in a regular human uh, relationship, Yes, you would have been cut off. Man. You would have been blocked. You blocked. know what I'm saying? Blocked. You know, we, when, especially in this block society mm. we're in right now. Oh, you yeah. know, this block culture. Oh, they cancel you. oh yeah. Oh, you, cancel you would have been canceled. Been canceled all of that. Bro. But with me, you, you your, your your relationship with me is still active. What I feel for you is still there. My love for you still. is still. It's real, bro. Let's go. Let's let's go. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and let's get to work. Dude, I think it's fascinating. Man, he's, you, man. he wasn't thinking nothing about that. All Mm-mm. he could think about was the denial, but the Lord had already told him. He already told him. <laughs> Paramount, providential, however you want to say it. However you want to say it. My blessings for you are still intact. And I plan for you to walk in them despite what you have done. Mm. That's an incredibly go freeing and tell the disciples and Peter. You want to make sure I hey, got Peter, you, bro. Yeah, yeah. You ain't, hey. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you yeah, good. I know. You, I, know I know you feel bad. I, I know you. I told you. Hey, man, what the best relationships. Are relationships that are so forgiving that people will place you right back where you were. Yeah. I've had that. I've had that in personal relationships. It's rare, but people that will place you right back where where you were with them. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Because this is the thing. That is rare. This is the thing. Peter's denial, I believe, hurt him more than it hurt Jesus because Jesus already knew what his purpose was. Because yeah. the, the other disciples scattered. You know what, though? I believe Peter needed to feel that hurt. Of course. Because if he hadn't have felt that kind of hurt and then to have that kind of reconcil- that moment of reconciliation, mm-hmm. 
he wouldn't have been prepared for the moment of Pentecost and for leading the newfound church. Because mm-hmm. he kept telling, hey, man, you love me? Yeah, man, you love me? Yeah, feed my sheep. You love me? Yeah. Hey, man, yeah, I love you. Feed my sheep. Hey, you love me? Yeah. But he had to, that moment was catalyst. How many of us, man, have had to be hurt, mm-hmm. have had to be despised or lied on and things of that nature? Mm-hmm. But the Lord used that as a point. I ain't going to say a spanking. I would say a teaching moment mm-hmm. and something for you to have in your reservoir yeah. to say, whoa, mm-hmm. I ain't going to do that again or I'm not going back there. Yeah. So really it's the Lord setting the stage. It's a setting the stage and, and it's, a say, it's a stage that he already set before you even knew that that stage existed. Sometimes you don't know that state. Sometimes you don't know that's what God prepared you for until you get there. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's, hey, it's like that table that's there, bro. Oh man, oh, we gonna need- <laughs> shout out, shout out to shout the out scalpel, to the scalpel. The scalpel, I got yeah. But as we wrap this up, man, yes, sir. They went back fishing. Peter said, "Man, let's you know, let's go fishing." So they went back to the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> And they see somebody on the shore cooking fish, which was Jesus, the mm-hmm. resurrected Jesus. Okay, cooking, cooking, cooking fish. <laughs> you know, he said, "Hey, you catch any fish?" Kind of sound like the first encounter when Jesus taught off the boat when he ran and up Luke, on him in the first go round. Wow. Yeah, Matthew four and Luke four. Man, yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. How you yeah. you read this stuff, man, all your life, and mm-hmm. there's something new pop yeah, this out. This is at new. You, Wait a minute. Okay. And then he said, hey, "You catching the fish?" He said, "No." He said, "Cast it on the right side." Have I heard that before? Mm-hmm. And they caught the, you know, and and then guess what? Same situation. Needed help pulling that fish in. And then that's when he recognized it was Jesus. He jumped out that boat, swam to the shore, man. And then the, you know the three times with. Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? That was the redemption of the three denials. Man. That was the redemption. That was the restoration. Get off here, man. Of the three denials. So not only he'll meet you in your Galilee, he's going to redeem you from the thing that is the most heaviest on your Your heart. The most disappointing thing that you have ever done that got you to a place where you don't feel worthy worthy of serving, worthy of being called a disciple, worthy of being Mm. called a son. But guess what? You are still a son. son. And when you go to Galilee, whatever that place is in your life, that place of next, that that place of elevation, that place mm-hmm. of promotion, believe me, he's just not going to allow you to walk into that without first redeeming you and restoring you from the place that hurts the most. Real freedom. True freedom. So he redeemed them those three times and he said, now, from that point, I'm going to give you some more final instructions before I head. Man, so there is redemption and our reconciliation. That is a comforting thought. Yeah. So people. We hope y'all have. 
I want to let you know you are still Bruh, a son. You are still, still a daughter. Son. There's nothing that you can ever do to disappoint God so much that his love stops for you. Because in your greatest areas of guilt, where it's so easy for you to pull away from prayer, pull away from study, pull away from worship, pull mm. away from the relationship that you have with the Lord. Mm. Have mercy. All of that. Guess what? Every waking moment is a sign that you're still a son and that you're still a daughter. And those moments is what you need to recognize quickly. Just like the prodigal son came yeah. back. Have mercy. And he even Ooh, said, Father, please. I have sinned Sin before you. you and heaven. Guess what? But guess what? The king, the, 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 I mean, the father did. The father didn't even address that. All he said, get the fatted calf. Hey, kill the fatted calf. He didn't even talk about the sin. No. He said, ain't worry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that the relationship is back. God is not as concerned about your indiscretions as you think he is. He's more concerned about you not losing your faith and that coming back to him. That's what he wants. Once again, the road of reconciliation leads to redemption. Amen. You have been swinging with the sword. And... You went swimming with the shark. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Be blessed. Love it up. This podcast will influence you to be the total man that God has created you to be. You have been swinging with the sword and swimming with the shark.